Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always, I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. It's always you. That hasn't changed. I was watching but for you and I was watching you. Ben Bender. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Let's go. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now, it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the other to watch and then we come into the studio and talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film is The Breakfast Club and has been chosen by you guys at home. But before we talk all things the classic that is The Breakfast Club, as always... How's your week been? What have you been up to? Mine's very quick. I just did the Corrie V. Emmerdale quiz, Christmas quiz. Christmas time. Oh, Christmas I record, quiz. I of course, you can't tell us the result. Can't tell you the result. Can you tell us who's the contestant? On the team. Well, it's On me and Mark Sharnock, it always is. You're yes. famously team captain. I'm team captain. Yep. How long has it been going? This is the ninth year. Is it? Wow. Ninth year. Can you believe that? It's 4 4. It's four four. It's four on four. The HBR all seats. to play. Tiebreaker. All to yeah. play. Yeah. So when it uh, takes it Mark Sharnock, who plays Marlon in Emmerdale, Opposite. he's always their team captain. He's got two other people cast from Emmerdale, and, and I've got, got two, two other, other people. people. Yeah, but they're a surprise. But it was good. Always nice to see the Emmerdale bunch. We get to see him about two or three times a year, don't we? At award ceremonies and whatnot, and the Christmas quiz, and the Christmas quiz. Yeah, bit of needle in there. You want to win? There always is. I mean, yeah, both me and Mark are very, very competitive, so... Is he any good on the old episode He's very trivia? good. He pretends he isn't. He's good. He's good. He's because one of I them. I suspect you're a bit crap on I'm, the corridor. I'm shit. Yeah. yeah. Are you very good on David Platt Yeah, but stuff? they don't ask me them questions. Mm. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. No. Classic Corrie, bit shit. Yeah. Okay. So you're hoping the two people with you... Yeah. I, I'm hoping that someone that's with me who's, who's been in it longer than me... Perfect. Who knows classic Corey? Yeah, and then I'm hoping that Bill. the other person, yeah, Bill, Bill Roach, and yeah. then I'm hoping the other person is a, is a young person, person who's do been all in the it new recently stuff. and do all the new stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I need a mix. And do you do that thing in a quiz show 
because you're Chris Captain, mm. when you don't know, you sort of hand it off to someone. And, and I blame you go, them. Yeah, and you blame them. All final answers have to go through me. So do you go, I'm going to let Jack take the lead on this one. I'm Jack. Yeah, but is that what you do? <laughs> do you talk to yourself <laughs> in the quiz? Well, I can't well, do you think, say Jack? someone else's name because you know I'll tell Oh, you mean if it. I say yeah. Tyrone or whatever? Yeah. Alan. <gasps> is Alan on it? No, he's not. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so what is yeah. it? I've never seen it. Is it a picture round? Like there's, general stuff. Yeah, do they have people come on who yeah, might they have been do. Yes. Yes, they do. Someone who might have delivered some olives to the bistro. Someone that you've worked with. Yes. Who is it? And you've yes. got to stand there I like and that. look who awkward and go, I like oh, I've forgotten your name. I don't know who you are. That, who I you like are. that. That awkwardness. I love that round. Yeah, There's that's one of great. them back. Because it can get awkward. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember the year when I came on it with you? Yes. You came on with Sam, Sam didn't yeah. you? Who plays and, Chesney. Oh, Chesney. Sue Cleaver was blindfolded. And me and Sam were there dressed as the Blues Brothers. <laughs> and she had to feel us up to try and guess who we are. Yeah, very weird. Classic quiz. <laughs> but it was Classic. really awkward because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I kind of said to Jack, oh, are you doing that thing tonight? And Jack was like, yeah, are you? And I was like, yeah. Didn't like know out about no. it, and then next thing I know, he's blindfolded, trying to work out who it is. <laughs> what would you feel? Your glasses? Hopefully, yeah. I mean, <laughs> could have been a bit dodgy. Really. Could have been. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why they don't do that round. They don't anymore. do that round. They don't do the. They don't do that round. No, <laughs> I can see it wouldn't have gone very far. But the person you've worked with is a good round. Yeah. I've yeah. had that. Yeah, I've had that. But someone came in and went, do you remember me? And oh, I'm like, oh. Well, that's all, that's he was awkward great. He was in great every walk it. of life, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Oh, when they're talking to you and they go, you don't, don't remember me. Oh, you me. don't know my name, do you? And you go, oh, oh mate. Yes, I do, mum. It's... <laughs> <laughs> what is it you say when you don't know someone's name and you're talking to the person and you don't know their name? Remind oh. me. No, no. Do you not give them... Is it not mate, pal? Like no, ben, no, no, no. I say dude a lot. You, dude, yeah. I say dude a lot for a general. Yeah. But if I don't know, yeah, and I really need to know, I'm straight off with. Yeah. Sorry, remind me of your name. I do that. Do you? But if yeah. it's been six years, Ben, what of work <laughs> of knowing with ben? the person oh, of working, <laughs> Jack oh, Colson? No, yeah. that's really awkward. That's really that's awkward. That's really awkward. Some people are very good at names. Yeah, they are. I think you're quite good. At names, yeah, I think you're quite good. Colton at names, pronounce them, yeah, and yeah. So hard, I think you're. Quite, it I'm can not be good. hard at our work because everyone's got two names. Yeah, and some people look more like the character. Yeah, they do. It's like the flip. If me and Jack do a scene and Jack has to say the word Craig, Craig, he can't do can't, it because it, it's Colts. Do you just say that? Yeah, and well, they cut it out. PC Tinker, PC Colts, Tinks. But that's it. That's so, what I've been. Uh, okay, very good, Colson. I went to the football. Big win. Big win. Mighty Leeds, yeah. yeah Mighty win. Leeds. Um, Cold? Not too bad. In a box. <gasps> I, I, I was... Cushion seat. Did you get a pie? I had a padded seat. Um, well, Leeds played Bournemouth. Yeah. Jeff Mostyn and Rose are good friends of mine, and he's the chairman of Bournemouth. <laughs> loves of it. Of course. Of course. Good so, friends of mine. Elon Musk and <laughs> Jeff Bezos. They're good friends of mine because I order so much from Amazon, and I'm always on the Twitter. So um, it was a very, very nice day that we spent together. But hold on, are you at Bournemouth or at Leeds? At Leeds. As a guest of him? As yeah. a guest of him, uh, yeah, in the chairman's suite. Yeah. So you can imagine the reaction to Leeds when they've seen me sat on the Bournemouth chairman's table. 
And oh. I, I was sat next to Jeff for the game, and he was like, "What did you do when they scored?" Listen, he went, he went, just a bit of a warning here. I've been having a bit some shit about some of my guests, so just be sensible. Oh, because has he been inviting guests of the opposing team? Well, he invites his friends. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't. You know, he's 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 been the chairman for a very long time. Right. So yeah. So he was like, just just behave. Anyway, it goes on to be a four-three thriller. Four, yeah. Goals everywhere. Yeah. End-to-end end action. You didn't move when Leeds have scored the winner. Oh come on! Like everyone around, sort of. Obviously, I'm in the middle of the Bournemouth section. I've just grabbed Jess' leg and gone, I'm going to go to the toilet. And <laughs> just gone into the toilet, like the bathroom of the director's box and had to celebrate in there. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yes, lads, yes. Just on your own. Just on yeah. your own. Yeah, in the mirror. Yeah. Yes. It, 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 oh, yeah. that's awkward. So, and then as soon as like all the official business have gone, like, I could, you know, as soon as we were Did you run inside, on the I pitch could, then? Yeah. Yeah, with your shirt. Get T-shirt, swinging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that's sent Jack a picture tonight yeah, with me and Jeff too. after yeah. the results. Funny, yeah. But then football wasn't the main attraction of the day. We we went out for dinner in Manchester after and we had a very nice day together catching up. But it's quite mad at times how lucky you can be to be in you know mm. be be in that room all because of friendship it yeah it was really nice oh yeah well i wouldn't know don't get an invite <laughs> we get get an invite do we Dak? he's invited what? me before as jeff oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh like to the heart well, that was a really nice way to spend a weekend yeah seems it. Yeah. also a bit of a random one this so obviously slowly settling and moving into my house yeah i've ordered this bedding Come from Marks and Spencers, yeah. <laughs> Marks and Spencers, a bit of a stony, earthy-looking colour. Yeah, you Na- like that. Nice you like that. Bedding. I know your bedding. Yeah. So I order it, and it comes in. It don't come with pillowcases. I'm like, that's annoying because the bedding were pretty expensive. So yeah. I was expecting pillowcases. Yeah. Go back onto the website, order some pillowcases. The pillowcases come. They're fucking square. I've already bought my pillows. Oh, they're not rectangle. No. Did you know they were square pillows? Yeah, I know the square pillows. They're not that you sleep with. Sleep on. with, yeah, exactly. Oh. Sleep's the square pillow. No I know you have a square pillow in the middle. Something you know when you yeah, sometimes you get a bed, you get the decorate. You got yeah. a million pillows, yeah. but, but you've only got two. I've ordered you... four pillows. How many pillows do you not... sleep with? Well, I've ordered two. I've... two. I see. I've bought four. But how many do you yeah, sleep? But... With? How many? You don't put your head on like Princess and <laughs> the You don't put on four. Probably, you break your neck. Probably three. You know, I go pillow arm between leg pillow. And then pillow on my face, so, not on my face, but like hold on, like cuddling pillow a pillow, what? cuddling pillow. So pillow, arm, hold on, pillow. hold on. So you've got arm on pillow, arm on pillow, right? Pillow on top of arm. Why have you got pillow on top of arm? <laughs> pillow is holding your body. Pillow, arm, pillow, head. Yeah, yeah. And then I almost cuddle another pillow. Do you not have a pillow between your thighs? Well, I'm cuddling another pillow. I used to have the pregnancy pillow, didn't I? But I've not got that anymore. I two pillows. Sometimes I do have a knee pillow. If I'm feeling my a knees knee get pillow, yeah, my knees hurting a bit from jujitsu. <laughs> I have to put a pillow in between my knees because they're knacked because I've hurt them. So you're two pillows. You're three. Well, no, I'm two. I've got you're those. Saying I've got those. No, you're tons. I, I've you're got those NASA pillows. What's that? You Memory know, foam. The ones that NASA make. But you don't sleep when you're in space, you just float. Yeah, it's those temper, temper... Tempura. Tempons. Hold on, tempura is Tempura. You go to sleep on tempura prawn. This is absolutely... I have to go down to Waggers every week. I need the pillows. I need the pillows. But how's that work? That 
They mould to your head. Yeah. Weird. I think weird. They're not brilliant. I think they're a bit too heavy. We've got them, and yeah. we've also got some normal, little, some normal, normal ones. So you go normal because it's a so normal. You, <laughs> you just bought those to look posh. Yeah, it was a big debate. The pillows, the mattress, and the duvet, duvet. was quite a big debate as to what get. And I did loads of reading, and I went Emma, and I'm not sure I've made the right decision. Why? Because I needed In one the box. that was rolled up to be able to get it upstairs. Our mattress weighs a fucking ton. Yeah, ma- but mine does, but. It was in like an airtight bag, and they've had yeah, to open it. I got for one it to of those. They're brilliant. You open it. Is it good? So he's. No, well, expect- I've got one for me. I don't sleep with one at home. I've got one up here, and it's fine. But because they roll down, they're not as substantial as other ones. They are good. Mine's fine. See, I haven't slept on it yet because I haven't oh. got pillowcases. So where are you sleeping? In the spare room. On what? On like a. Um, day bed. So what, you're still doing the three pillow and duvet on the day bed? Two pillow, only two pillow. Okay. So yeah, it's four, is, really? It, no, I'm on, I'm on a you single make... bed, I'm on a single bed. Oh, it so it, 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 is, it is just pillow arm pillow at the moment. Pillow But then I angle the second pillow. You, mo- Everyone angles the second pillow, don't they? No, I sleep on pillows normally. You, you sleep you on your angle. back or your front? Face. like you've like you're diving into a pool i sleep on my side yeah side i'm on back now Uh, i used i used to be face i used to be face suffocation in the pillar i did i always was face suffocation in the pillar but now recent (laughs) now recent yeah back but now recently i'm on back i don't know flat on back snoring no no i I don't make a, a noise when i'm asleep you fucking do. That was when I was leathered. <laughs> you think I'm a fucking corpse now? Silently. Silent if sleep. I saw you asleep now, I'd probably be worried that you were dead. I was dead. Jack! Yeah. Jack! Yeah, yeah. Ben, been up to all other than sleeping? Slight animal encounter. Oh. Right. Family off to Cornwall. Everyone in the car. Star. Shotgun. On lap, loving it. Mm. She loves the journey. It's an away fixture for her. She's a, a woodland dog. <laughs> Doesn't do beach. We get to the beach. We go. I've got to take her for a walk. Take her for the beach. <laughs> it's not jellyfish. <laughs> Waves. It's been raining loads. So there's tons on the beach. It's not like there's tons right. of stuff on the beach. Let her off. She looks at me and goes, right, which normally means... Dolphin. No. 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 Close. Oh. Close. It's close on a dolphin. She's found she's a seal. Off. She's fighting a seal. No, she's not. She's not. She's off. Boom. Straight to the water. This woman's next to me with her Scotty dog. No! No! Quick <laughs> She's off. Stars <laughs> off. I'm giving it the whistle into the wind, so she's not even know what I'm going. No way, can't hear. Seagull, ah, dead seagull on the beach. The rolling, the full roll in the seagull. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Running over star, star, star. Get her in the water. Both of us at the same time stop. I look into the water. Wave. There's wave like this, bobbing up and down, wave. And I look, and she looks, and I think there's, there's someone in the water. 
There's a person in the water looking at us, staring at us. Star stops. I stop and go, what the fuck is that? It's a seal. And it's looking at us. And it's really close. What are you up to? Like, weird. Like, they're obviously really intelligent. And like, popping up, and then it would disappear, and then come back up the wave and go... They obviously, they obviously mint in the water. It's dead still. Was it a seal or a sea lion? No seal. I think a seal. It looks small. It's a big eyes, and it looks like a person. It freaks <laughs> me the fuck out. I thought there's a lad in there diving. He's decided to dive. Starts like that. What the fuck's going on? I'm trying to wash the seagull off. I'm going. She's going. Yeah, but Dad, there's something in there, and I'm going. It's a. It's a. It's a. What was it? Did I say it was seal? Seal. seal. So then I go, I go, I go to my wife. Seal, seal goes like you're imagining it. Like you're imagining it. They oh went, no, it's done you. It's like, done me. Can't see it. What are you on about? Dad? They turn away and it pops up <laughs> and I go see. It's like a panto seal behind you, and then it's like that, and then it and then it just bobs and it stays there, and it will just stay there, absolutely frozen, just wanting to interact, and it comes in. And then it just bobbed right next to me. You must have seen seals at the zoo before. They are smart, like when they can tap balls up with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's yeah, not yeah. doing fish or balls. He's just going, what He's are you in, up the to? He's in the wild. He's in the wild. What are you yeah. up to? But they just watch. It wasn't like it was scared. It no. just watched and then Well, that's little flipper. one to add on to the list of animal yeah. encounters, isn't it? Seal. You can that's tick good. seal off. We've along done with seal. Tick, We've done seal. Ticks and bats and seals. Ticks and bats and seals. Are we ready to do what we're here about and talk about The Breakfast Club? Let's go. Yes. So this week's film, The Breakfast Club, has been chosen by the audience, which means we welcome on a fourth member of the podcast to give us a synopsis, don't we? Yeah. And this week, we're welcoming to the studio... Hold on, drumroll. Jennifer Holdsworth. Oh. Who lives in Tarn... Tane. Tane? In the Highlands. In the Highlands, which is in Scotland. Mm, it is. It is. <laughs> there we go. That's there we go. Skyfall area. Um, she's an amateur photographer, and she's married with a 15-year-old son. When I first read this, I read it as married to her 15-year-old <laughs> son, which I thought, if that's what you do in the Highlands, that's what you do. Um, a favourite film is Star Wars A, a New, New Hope. Hope. The first the one. The first one. Interesting. We've never seen it, have we? We like having somebody else do a synopsis. Yeah, this is going to be good. Right, because here we go. It, it's not us, that's why. It's not us, and we get to find out if they're better than Jack. See what Jennifer's got. Let's see so, what she's got. Jennifer, The Breakfast Club. Let's have it. Hello, my name is Jennifer, and I'm from Teen in Scotland, and here is my synopsis for The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is a 1985 classic film written and directed by John Hughes. It follows five students while they sit through long hours of a Saturday detention, trying to escape the horrible teacher supervising them. Hating each other at first, but after listening to each other's stories, they realise they aren't so different to one another. The film has a very small cast, but they're excellent in their roles and all gel well together. The soundtrack is brilliant also. It's a great, feel-good film. The message I took from it is no matter your differences, we're all just trying to get by the best we can and nobody should judge. Jennifer, thank you very much. Very good. She's even given her own personal opinion of the film at the end. Which I liked. I liked. I think 
at times... It's breaking the rules, but... It is, it is breaking the rules. <laughs> Go on, Jennifer. No one asked, but she gave us the bit at the <laughs> yeah. end, didn't she? Yeah. I like it. At she, times, I did, I did wonder where she was going yeah. with it. She did a bit of a jack and yeah, won, she went off a bit round. We went, we went drifty, yeah. but then we came back with a very she powerful went. ending. Yeah. A few background noises early on. Yeah, what a few rustling. going a few on? Rustling. I don't know. I liked some her accent. Fantastic. Some fans being knocked about. Yeah. I mean, it was a strong accent. It was almost put on. Do you know what I mean? No, it was almost I, I so liked thick it. I liked of a Scottish it. accent. We, it was I liked almost... it. We want to see a picture of your passport, please, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> very good. But she rounded it off very well with a little... And I suppose that is the synopsis of the film. Yeah. Mm. And I guess that is what this film is famous for, isn't it? It's the way... It's a lesson it teaches people. Yeah. Uh, John Hughes originally wrote this film in two days. You're mm. big on John Hughes. Can you aren't it's you? just the it's just the time frame but of him churning a film mm. out. He does that with everything, doesn't he? Two it? days just it took him to write this film. Mm. I think that's an amazing I mean yeah. it's very simple. There's not much to this film. There yes, isn't. But I think there is. Dialogue wise. I think there is. I think it's much harder than you imagine mm. to set a film for an hour and a half essentially in one room yeah. with a group of characters who all have nothing in common and then them all with something in common yeah. after being in one room. Even when you get stuck in shots in one room, they're behind desks. You could get stuck yeah. in filming it the same, same way. way. So actually, outwardly, it looks very simple. Inwardly, I think it's quite hard film to, to make. To keep the audience yeah, engaged. To keep you engaged. Good performances. Yeah. Tough one for me, this film. What do you mean? Oh, you watched it in school. I told you I'd watched it, hadn't I? I watched it in school, and then I watched it again this time. And I remember when I watched it in school, not quite understanding the hype. And again, this time round, didn't love it. And it's a film that lots of people love and really enjoy. But I don't know if there's just not enough in it for me. Mm. You know how not much happens, and it is very much a dialogue and performance-led film. Mm. I think at times it lost me to the point where... Oh, the phone. No, no, no. The TikTok. Fell asleep. <laughs> I'd start it again. You fell asleep and you didn't fall asleep in Giant? No, I fell... Oh, come I, on, it's a classic. I fell asleep, Ben. 3.20, an hour and a half of The Breakfast Club and you fell asleep. I when fe- did you first fall asleep? 23 minutes in. It had finished when I woke up. My Amazon was back on my home screen. I fell asleep for two hours. I was knackered. I was really, really tired. What time did you start watching? I thought you were eating the frog these days. No, I... <laughs> I well, it was... So that's early morning. Yeah. It was Sunday and I was slightly hungover Very as well. Oh, here we go. Well, that's not a way to watch a film. I'm surprised. But I remember watching it in school and... No, that's very different though. I don't think you can watch any film in school. No, you can't. It's, it's, it's I mean, what, what... Is the film just acting and dialogue and what you take? Because I... I'll tell you one bit I do like is the last 35 minutes is very good. The coming together Mm. is very good. Yeah, but we've had this discussion before, Colson. You can't have that without what you've got. Yeah, you can't have the end without the start. And the whole point, the beautiful point of the whole film is that he takes very, very different characters with very, very different backgrounds and very, very different reasons for being there and brings them together. Within yeah. that hour and a half. No, I appreciate that. I just, do, do you think the character, do you think it builds slowly or not? Yeah, I think the dialogue between the characters is very good. Yeah. 
um, their conversation seems like conversation that kids yeah. would have. Yeah. The put downs that they all have. Yeah. The guy who fancies the girl and yeah. torments her and bullies her. Yeah. Is a current theme in school. Yeah. yeah. All the themes and all the characters are in every school yeah, and yeah. every walk of life. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of people from the 80s can relate so much to that film is because you were one of them kids. Which, yeah. Whichever one you pick, you're in there somewhere. Still, even now, it represents yeah. every single group, doesn't it? I guess yeah. that's the idea. But at the end of it, what he does cleverly, John Hughes, is he says, you're all the fucking same. Yeah. All of you think the other person has got, got their shit together yeah. and yeah. they haven't. Yeah. They haven't at all. No one has. Yeah, and I guess in that way, that is what's cle- the coming together I suppose at the end. also what we're saying is, it's whether you relate, you personally relate mm. to, to one, one of, of those characters. characters. In that room. Yeah. And you see yourself in them. Because the reason the film does so well, because everyone sees themselves in one uh, of the characters. Yeah, yeah. And do you? Without a doubt. Which In one? a few. In a few, I I'm think. A, yeah, I'm a few. I'm a, a lot of them. I like not the jock, not the shop kid. What's the geek called? Uh, Brian. Is that Brian? Brian Johnson. Yeah, Brian Johnson. But he's really intelligent. What do you are mean? You, are you no, no, in no, that no, category? Just, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I related most to no, the computer geek. I don't think I, re- I don't think I relate to any of them. That's probably why you don't like the film. Do you reckon? Well, yeah, but that's the my, whole my point. My favourite character was Brian. Mm. Because I thought he was the most likeable character. Emilio Estevez got angry a lot, didn't he? Did you notice that? Yes. He got yes. pissed off a lot, didn't he? Like, but that's the whole point. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not saying... But that's know. what I liked about him. Yeah. Is that the Judd Nelson character brought that out in him mm. to say it's okay for you to rage against mm. the system. So he's a perfect boy in the system, isn't he? He's the jock. He's the jock, yeah. He's perfect system. And the girl... Uh, not Ali Sheedy, but um, oh, what was her name? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. She's the perfect girl in the system. She's like the cheerleader type yes. girl, isn't so she? So they're the perfect girls in the system. But yeah. they have. And so each time you're finding where their rage is. Yeah. And it starts off. The the film starts off with them two kind of having that. That you know, that there's a bit of a romantic connection between them. There's a bit of flirting between them two. And then the film flips itself on its head in the end, doesn't it? With that kind of when they get to know other people. Yeah. They should be together because she's the she's, the she's a pretty one and he's a job. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think, you know, Judd Nelson takes that film for the first twenty minutes. Oh yeah. And that's not easy. Mm. No one's giving him anything. Ali Sheedy's character's not talking. Doesn't speak for I like just the first don't hour. think he's a likable character. And I think it's all surrounded by him. The, the film is him, isn't it, in a way? A lot of it. But that depends whether I think what you're saying though, Colson, is because he's not likable, you don't like the film. Maybe so, yeah. He's not meant to be. He's the rebel, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And by the time you feel sympathy for him, I don't know if I did. You also don't know if it's a lie. But he was that much of a dick that when it comes to the point of you feeling sorry for him because of obviously the way he's brought up and all of his, mm. like, you know, demons, mm. I don't think I actually cared that much about him. Whereas the one I liked was Brian. And I, 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 li- I liked both girls. Good I liked. performance. Do you know what? I almost yeah. liked all of them other than him. But and he leads the film. But yeah, but, but he's also set up to be that, isn't he, Colson? 
Like those characters have to rage against something. What John Hughes has very cleverly done is taken all that angst and anger and used a character to pull it out of them. Or else you wouldn't have any uh, any friction in the film. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't deny that it's a clever film and I don't deny that what John Hughes has done very well. And then when I was sat watching it, I was thinking, well, the one thing that does work in here is they're literally in one set. It feels like it almost could have been filmed in a day, like the way the time passes. Yeah. But for me, it just didn't really move into... You know, the the only bit that got me was that last scene where they're all telling the reason why they're in the room. That was mm. the bit that got me. Because that was the bit where it kind of... It was improvised. Was it? Mm. Was this? That, that's the bit that's where it. you you realise that they're and all John human. Hughes just puts some cameras on them and says, I just want you to make it really and have a chat. And the level. Yeah, Because they're only 21. Yeah. The level of them at that age mm. is really good yeah. stuff. It still stands out. Mm. 1985. Mm. So did John Hughes tell them what the, their character's reason was or did they make it up themselves? I think, yeah. Well, they've got the script and they've got the breakdown yeah. and they've got the yeah. previous scenes with, you know, cigarette burns and yeah. my dad wants yeah. me to be a jock. And yeah. So they've all got this sort of backstory. Yeah. And Brian, his character, he knew that the reason he's got detention is because a flare gun that he was going to kill yeah. himself with went yeah. off, went in, off his in his locker and yeah. blew up his locker. And rather than the school and his parents looking at the more serious matter, he was actually going to kill himself because he yeah. got an F in workshop. Yeah. They've yeah. just gone, detention because you've blown up your locker. Yeah. So he knew the back. So, yeah, they all did. So they all sort of just yeah. came together and, and had a little... Funny enough... It hit me more now than it did at the time. Than it did at the time. Who did you watch it with? On my own. Wondered if your kids would have had a reaction to it. I've watched it with my kids and they they love this film. Do they? Yeah, they do. They really do like this film. So it's not an Asian thing, it's not a generational thing. Because I think it's still what's extraordinary. I do think it's still relevant. Mm. No, I I agree it is. I just don't... But maybe it's the case of that... It didn't work for you. And it didn't work the first time either, which is weird. I think it is to do with, in most films, do you find yourself yeah. in that film? And if you don't, oh, but come on. it's a hard watch. Racing Stripes. Yeah, but... No, I, I, I don't deny that it's a better film than that. I think it is the case of... Yeah, but where are you finding yeah, yourself Yeah, no, 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 him? but he's putting... No, I am. I do. But Colson's putting himself <laughs> in that journey. I do. I'd love to buy a zoo, Jack. I'd fucking love to buy a zoo. <laughs> Would I see myself in this? Dece- I never had a detention Get in my life. Get a seal. I don't think I have. Oh, I have. I've totally like that. When you're not meant to do anything. I never had a sit there. detention. I used to get like five minutes I think what I felt was, maybe. it's that disenfranchisement from the school system. So the school system is represented by that teacher, isn't he? And yeah. he's a bit of a scumbag. Yeah. And he bullies them. Yeah. And they're not going to get listened to. Yeah. And they're all sat there and they're going to waste their Saturday. And Jed Nelson's going to, is going to waste loads of Saturdays. And it's that the system doesn't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah. And you're just pawns. Yeah, you're pawns in it. Now, if you don't relate to that, I do. Maybe my schooling was different. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I was lucky with... I don't think you maybe didn't have that kind of... Maybe you had good parents. And there are so many films where I sit back and go, that's me. Mm. Yes. And mm. this film is not Funny have enough, that. in We Bought a Zoo or Racing Stripes, actually, I disagree. I do see Coulson in those. Oh, right. I see his journey. So then Coulson puts himself in the film and goes, 
like Hannah Montana. This would be a great journey. Yeah. God, if I was in this film, it'd be a great journey. But there's no journey in that film for you. And I guess it's almost, Jack, you've said it a million times before, like, wouldn't it be great to be me for a day and, like, be in my head? And maybe that is because, in a way... <laughs> you say that? I think I have done, yeah. What about but Carlson? Maybe that is because, in a way, I've, you know, had quite a... I don't know, like... Sheltered you've had a upbringing. sheltered upbringing. You've had a balanced that, yeah. upbringing. Your parents are probably balanced. All of the parents in that film yeah. aren't balanced. Yeah, and all, I appreciate that all issues that are real, and I'm not saying that I don't have problems, but it was just... That, the film but, just but didn't... They all, it, yeah. they all relate back to their parents, don't yeah, they? Yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah. 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 Jed Nelson's character, all of the yeah. characters go, my parents are this, this, and this, mm. and they expect this, this, and this from me, or they mm. bully me. So if you've had good yeah, parents, good yeah. parenting, but also, I just think that end scene... Yeah. I was really impressed. I was good. like, God, what a fucking great scene to have been in. Mm. To look back. Mm. And also, I did feel for them because that's potentially, for some of those actors, the greatest film they've They'll been in. Do. Yeah. 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 And you've hit that. Judd Nelson is brilliant. I've never really seen him in anything. I did St. Elmo's Fire, didn't they, after that? Thingy wouldn't work with him again, John Hughes, uh, because really? he said he had such an awful time on this film. Oh, really? The Breakfast Club with him because he stayed in character on and off screen and was a balland to work with throughout the entire film because um, he was he did play that character can, off screen. Yeah, he, he you was can almost. He was a nut. He went round the local schools befriending kids and like buying them alcohol and smoking dope with them and that and literally like acting like. I mean, he was twenty four. And he was he, he was... does. He also looks a lot older, I think, than them. They were all in the twenties, apart from two of them. Um, he 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 he's older looking though. He's older. Emilio Estevez was like twenty three. Brian got to be the youngest. He's sixteen. That's. I think there's a reason. There's something in that and for that me. Megan Ringwald. She was Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. She was sixteen as well. So I liked 16. her and Brian. Right, I liked the rich ones. girl because I liked her almost sense of that she's expected to be something because of who she comes from, that she doesn't quite want to be. Mm. I liked that. I could get with that. I could understand that. But yeah, the, so the two young ones yeah, are the yeah, ones yeah. that I believed and got with. It's funny you shouldn't, because at the end, just like, um, who is it, Jennifer said, they've all been judged mm. and they've all judged each other. Yeah. 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 And we get judged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another interesting thing that happened on set, you know the guy who plays the caretaker? Yeah. So all the kids, all the, yeah. the young actors, they were all taking their roles really seriously, yeah. and as they should do, and it was quite intense on yeah. set, the caretaker, guy playing the caretaker yeah. said. And he told all the kids not to be too intense because if you take your character too seriously, you could end up having a heart attack, like what Martin Sheen's just had on Apocalypse Now, which, of the course, dad. is Emilio Estevez's dad in real life. So Emilio Estevez, his dad is Martin Sheen wow. from Apocalypse but Now. He's changed his name. So he's changed he? his name. So his name is probably Martin Estevez. Yeah. So Charlie Sheen is his brother, right? <laughs> and he's They're took the name. Dynasty, he's took the they? name Estevez, yeah. right? He got really upset and proper shouted at the actor playing the caretaker who profusely apologized and had no idea that it was his dad and he was like that was my dad you're talking about do you know what i mean oh. so it was quite awkward and quite a tense moment wow and it was all apologized and it was all sorted out and everything was fine the guy playing the caretaker later 
in his career. Had a heart attack. No. <laughs> worked with Martin Sheen. <laughs> worked with Martin Sheen. Well, it was going to be one or the other, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, going to be one or the other. He worked with Martin Sheen on the West Wing. Um, and he felt really bad about saying this to Emilio. So he brought it up. So he brought it up to Martin Sheen and says, I was on The Breakfast Club yeah. with Emilio and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and I said this. And Martin Sheen just pissed himself and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sort of like... 30, 40 yeah. years later. Yeah. It is odd because I just know that this film is loved. Mm. And I'm almost a bit annoyed that... The song as well, but Simple I, Minds. Yeah. yeah. And, so, I, and that's what I... I remember the shot of him walking through the, like, Bort's Field at the end. The song was written for this film, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. I know that. Yeah, it was. And it got passed around a few people. So it got passed around, I think, Brian Ferry, Roxy Music, yeah. they got offered it. Uh, they said, no, not for us. Um, the girl from uh, the band, you know, the Pretenders, yeah. got offered to them. They said, "No, not for Chrissy us." Chrissy Hine, yeah, yeah. And she said, "Maybe you should look to give it to Simple Minds because her husband at the time was the lead singer of Simple oh. Minds." So it got offered to them. They didn't really want to do it because they thought the film would bomb and not do anything. Because yeah. who wants to watch a just a film about kids, kids yeah. in detention. They yeah, thought yeah. it wouldn't do anything. They heard it and they went, we'll give it a go. They recorded a session for three hours. And you know that um, there's a bit in the song that goes, la, 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 la. Well, there were no words for that bit. So the lead singer just thought he'd just improvise and just say something to fill a gap yeah. and then come back and put some more and lyrics in. And he didn't. So they spent like a little, a brief time on the song, recorded it, and then thought nothing more about it, it and up. went to go work on the next album. The film came out; it's a huge success, and their song's gone to number one. And they were like, "Oh, we had no hopes for that hits. song whatsoever," and it's their hit. biggest hit. Wow. wow! On that bombshell, shall we take a quick break, listen to some Simple Minds, and then come back and rate the film? Very good, Link. Don't you? <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. ratings we've stopped singing along haven't we we've stopped yeah um jack do you want to start us off uh yeah i think i think it's better than ferris bueller 
it's a similar age of film, isn't it? Well, it is. It's a teen film. And John Hughes was known at this this time, the early early 80s, for doing these sort of teen cult classics. Yeah. And he stopped, funnily enough, because he took on sort of like a film partnership with the two characters that you liked, Cole Satchelor. Anthony Michael something, or Michael Anthony something. The guy who plays Brian. Yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, with Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald. So he took on like, he made a few teen films with them after this film. Oh, did they do... Candlesticks um, or something, and then like... Did they did do weird science? Weird science. Weird science was Yeah, weird massive. science. You've picked that on Extraterrestrial before. A massive yeah. film. But then afterwards, they wanted their careers... He, he, he had another idea to, to do more films with them, but they sort of, they pined him. They said they didn't want to go down the route of teen films anymore because they were getting into the 20s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she got offered to do Scream to be uh, yeah. S- uh, Sydney Prescott in Scream, but she turned it down because she didn't want to do yeah. those sort of teen okay. films anymore. She wanted to be sort of like a serious yeah. older actress. Yeah. And then he sort of, John Hughes then sort of, because they'd sort of pied him, he stopped making and writing the teen films. Uh. And he went for a much younger audience so that's when he started doing you know uncle book yeah uh home alone those yeah. type of things and working a lot with john candy he went down that road and so what was did. john hughes's most recent film i don't bloody know he died in 2009 like drill bit taylor and all this shit made in manhattan okay but so he's sort of like come up with stories just visiting beethoven okay. flubber 101 Dalmatians, I mean... Oh, was that him? Miracle on 34th Street, Baby's Day Out. Okay. I just didn't know if he'd kind of, you know, what else he'd gone into. But I know he has done so many films. Well, Home Alone's the biggest selling comedy of all time once, yeah. once it was re- when it was released. So, yeah, I mean, it's successful. But what was the point I was making? Rating. My rating. <laughs> I think it's better than Ferris Bueller. And I put it in that bracket, obviously. But this, I'm going to go 8.6. Wow. <laughs> ben, me or you? You go, you go, Cole. Um Yeah, like I said, there's just something in the film this that is... Be, this could be a low number here. There's just it. something in the film that's missing for me, and it's not... It's annoying, because people love this film, and people race to watch this film, and I just, I just wouldn't. I appreciate that... It's loved, I appreciate it. It's a classic, but for some reason it's not for me. And, you know, maybe more for me for it being that way. Because that's kind of how it feels, especially doing the podcast. Mm, you feel as though you should give well, it a big rating. Well, I feel as if it's my fault. I don't understand it or I don't get it. And, I, yeah, I don't I don't know. Sloppy Six. It's fine. Sloppy Six. Um, I think what blew me away more now as I'm older than it did when I watched it in... I watched it when it came out, 85, 84, 85, was uh, how technically hard it is to make a film like this. Yeah. How difficult it is to get a group of kids together to emote, to take you on a journey in an hour and a half. Mm. And I think it's a really, 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 really technically beautiful film that doesn't tell you it is. It just looks like he's written it in two days, mm. they filmed it, and it's done. So I think from a filmmaker's point of view, 
I think I'd go. I think I'd just go eight. Solid. 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 Solid eight. I think the performances are like extraordinary for kids of that age. Absolutely extraordinary. Even like mid twenties. Well, it'd make a great play, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would. I think actually I've done a play very similar I to I think it. he was asked to write the screenplay as a play so kids could perform it from for yeah, schools. I did a National Youth Theatre play that is very similar to it. I think he it. did. I think he did. 22.6. Can't be above Giant, surely. Fucking out, Just above yeah, Giant. Yeah, above Giant. Above Broke Back Mountain. Above Broke Back Mountain. Everything is. 22.6. <laughs> Next week is my last pick of this series. Yes. <laughs> yeah, next week. Going out of a ban. Um, but before then, yeah. Jack. The gem. Um, big gem. It is a big gem, actually. Big thick gem. <laughs> You're not meant to know what it is. He can't help himself. You're <laughs> meant to be surprised. Huge gem. So... The gem this week, it's a dock. I haven't done a dock for a while. No, you haven't. What's so, it on? It's on the Channel 4 streaming service. 4OD. Is that what it is? 4OD. 4 on demand. 4 on demand, 4OD, more 4, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. The Channel 4 streaming four service. 4 at your door. 4 at your door, that's good. 4 at your door. 4pod. Um, <laughs> it's on that. It's yeah. a documentary yeah. I watched. It's about an hour long. Yeah. Watch it. It's fucking mental. Right? It's called Me and My Big Cock. Right? It is mental. It's literally what it says on the tin. It's about these... It's, the it's about these poor souls, actually. And they are yeah. poor souls. Where they're, they're born with some sort of... Well, it's a huge... It's a huge, it's a huge organ they're born with, right? Hold on, you name the title of yes, the film, and then you don't want to say it anymore. I don't want to say it anymore. Big organ, yeah, but that's what it is, and it's how they live with it. So, <laughs> right, it's, there are some people who watch every single gem you've suggested. Right, then. watch it. Poor Be, Nancy in I, Canada. T- right, what, find it and watch years it. Old? No, because it's not what it says it is. It's not there just, you know, the, the, there's a lot of people who go, okay, well, yeah. There's, it's there's, not a few, just... there's a few people that like it on the, you know, it, it, it interviews people. Yeah, got you. But and, it's interesting. And it's interesting because it's th- how they live with it. Okay. So you're talking a number What's of again? inches. <laughs> it's talking, you're talking like your big 10 inches, right? So it's then. Okay. Where do you put it? Okay. Right. Where don't you put it? <laughs> right. It's that. Yeah. Okay. It's all fun and games to so, some people. So it's on not the really. Outside. It's not really a hidden gem. It's not a hidden gem. It's not because you can see it from a mile away. <laughs> it's a big bulging gem. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big throbbing, <laughs> vein bursting, purple head popping gem. And what's it called? And where can you watch it? It's on the Four D Street streaming service, and it's me and my big cop. <laughs> It's terrible. No, it is because you see the stigma that some people have got to go through, and it's it's them in the dressing rooms at the football, you know, foot five aside, oh, I see what you and mean. people sort of filming so you're them following... without their consent, and it gets them down. It's a documentary about their yeah, life, and it's you see some people and what they some people go into the porn industry, which is fab. 
and then you also see some people and now they can't get dates they can't go out with people because it's it's a massive problem <laughs> literally <laughs> literally i mean i'm digging i'm, I'm spinning okay up, spinning let's just uh, yeah let's just leave end it, it there well if you love jack's hidden gem and you know you're <laughs> going to watch this week's i just want to point out to you that last week jack chose fall for everyone to watch yeah and our dear friend liam has been in touch on the old instagram and he says guys i can't believe jack chose fall I saw it at the cinema last month, and it is the worst film I've ever seen at the cinema. <laughs> so let's hope this week's hidden gem is, is a bit better than last week. Yes, it's, it's the worst but film. But you wouldn't go to the cinema to see that. You wouldn't go to the cinema to see that. That's why I said it's a solid like six six pointer, didn't I? On your IMDb, yeah, that's a gem. That's a throwaway. That's just give it a go. It's not a cinema trip. Okay. Come on. Okay, we changed the goalpost there slightly, yeah. but it's not a cinema trip. No. It's, not a cin- it's a lucky guess <laughs> on a yeah. streaming service. Yeah. It's a lucky yeah. Jack's lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Next week is my last choice of the series, and I want to go have a bang, but I'm not like Jack Ben. I'm not chasing ratings. I'm no. not playing that game. I am picking films that I love and. More you, prominently, you think um, we should have seen and films from my childhood. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm sure you will have seen this film. I hope you've both seen this film. Okay, great. Um, but this is a film that I grew up with, and I think probably you two did as well. Next week, we're watching The Goonies. Ah, oh. oh, great. Happy. Perfect. Yeah. Good, Perfect. Good, choice. good choice. Good choice. Very good choice. choice. Follow those size fives. <laughs> Brilliant choice, yeah. Good choice. The Goonies. Banging! What a finish. Seen as, finish. You've chased ratings there. You've gone big. <laughs> seen as we're nearing the end of this series, it's a great time to remind you about Patreon, which is our paid-for subscription platform where you can get extra Sofa Cinema Club. And as always, if you've joined us on Patreon, you get a job in our film studio slash cinema. Boys, we've got some new people to give out jobs to. Mm. Are you ready? Well, straight off, I'm seeing we've got a family effort here. We have, clearly. Harrison and Will Wrighton. Oh, yeah, pyrotechnics. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> They're straight in with pyrotechnics. Well, that's dirt. No Str- one saw that. No one saw that. Why Harrison, Will Wright, and like pyrotechnics. And like any bombs or Fireworks. Yeah, but why both of them? Because a family two man affair. Job. Two man job. Two family man affair. Job. Okay. Family, I mean, family business. It is family run. Pyrotechnics. The Wrightons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Interesting. Um, big job. Big job. It's another head of. Um, some people say they're getting a bit silly. Some people say. I've got no sense, no personality, but this is a big one. It's mm. required. Head of crisps, Alex Walker. <laughs> Head of crisps. <laughs> I can see producer Henry's shoulders chuckling. Head of fucking Head of crisps. crisps. Alex Walker, what do you do? I'm head of crisps. Which ones? Well, we've got those ones which are... Well, we own squares now as well. Yeah, we've got them all. <laughs> salt and shake. Can I get a We're moving into lentil shake? as well next week. <laughs> <laughs> those ones that taste like cardboard, you eat them, you're like, oh. There's right. also another big job that I can give out. 
Okay, go for it. You've obviously. Oh, this is going to be absolutely shit. So, is this the person with two first names? <laughs> so, seen as we've seen as we've started <laughs> succeeding in this film production <laughs> and cinema, we've um, we've started winning some awards, and um, head of awards <laughs> goes to Kieran Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kieran. Head of awards. Head of awards. Tony awards. What's he do with them? Tony awards. Yeah, I get, I get that. But what's, what's, what's? I love the way he said it twice to you, though. Tony awards, Jack. <laughs> Tony awards. Put some in cabinet, and, and that's it. Cleans them. So we've just got Olivia Hassan left. Yeah. Mm. Pyrotechnics was strong. It was good. That I didn't even see no, that. I came know. in straight yeah. in. What can Olivia do? We need a good job because we've had some shit. We've had some shit. <laughs> Head of crisps, Walker. Head of crisps and head of awards, Kieran Tony. Olivia Hassan is. Have we had script editor? Yeah, I'm sure we have. Billboards. <laughs> head of, you're getting his game now. Head of billboards. Like poor Olivia goes up with one of those glue bu- glue brushes <laughs> and does the digital screen. Head of PR. Head of PR. Head of press. You've got about seventeen. Because I tried to hold on. I don't just go head of crisps. Do I? I have to think what Olivia's going to do. A proper job. I'm not going to Olivia. Hey, hi, Ben. I bet Olivia. Head of merchandise. Lifted. Yes. Head of soft toys. Yeah. Olivia Hassan. That's good. Brilliant. That, that is good. good. Banging job. Better than crisps. If you want to join us on the Patreon or if you just want a job because you feel like you're missing out on the fun, it's really easy to do so. Go on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club to sign up. Next week, we're back and we're talking all things The Goonies. Mm. Until then, good night, God bless. Good night. Good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast.